Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got Kyle McIntyre. And on the line, we got a twofer. Oh, man. It's a special one. We have the Tone Control Podcast. Uh, you want to introduce yourselves, fellas? We never do. <laughs> well, that's how we do things around they, these all parts, right, the right, jerky all right. parts. I, I, all right. I'm Justin Newton. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Tone Control. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Derek Heideman. I'm... Uh, I guess. What, 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 <laughs> I what, what you were you're here, do, I guess. <laughs> we're here. Like, are we? We're co-hosts, right? I guess we could say. Yeah, yeah. We're co-hosts. You, you guys yeah. are. You guys are fighting control. for this this top spot. <laughs> right. I already we're, fought we're dual, one. I'm the host. And dual co-host. I'm a. Yeah. I'm just a guest. So you yeah, guys permanent are guest. Higher rank. I think Derek's me. the host. Am I? Oh, really? This is yeah. news to me. <laughs> Breaking news. I think news. You, you you do a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I think Derek is is uh, mostly responsible for the show ever happening at all. Um, um, the and show. I, <laughs> our show has turned a lot into my weekly phone call with Justin to tell him about cool guitar things. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I, you know, I do the the post production, the mixing, and stuff on it. Um, and the, so that it feels like. I'm putting in enough effort to be considered a host, but really I, I, the show wouldn't happen without Derek doing it. And you know, he could, he could muddle together editing it. Like he's, <laughs> you a, need he's already, <laughs> yeah, I could whip something up. It would you be, could, be you could right. dump me. You could dump me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, in case you guys don't know the tone control, their um, guitar music podcast. One of, one of my favorites. I listen to a biweekly kind of deal. We'll get more into you guys' backstory and, a little more about the nuances of the tone control. But before we get started, let's talk about what the, the what's news. Kyle, what is new in your world? What's shaking? What's grooving? Oh, I I bought some stuff, like always. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I see some stuff on Craigslist. I hit the guy up. You know, I'm looking at some DOD pedals. Uh, find, you know, find where we're meeting, show, show up at his house, and it's Rob from uh, Firehose Straps. Okay, yeah. I didn't have his phone number, so comes out I buy the pedals it's a I got a vintage phaser like a 70s mm-hmm. uh, phasor the DOD phasor yeah <laughs> DOD phasor and the uh, comp <laughs> so the just the compressor okay so dude those things are heavy they're like four <laughs> pounds each oh they're definitely worth their <laughs> weight probably yeah they're probably that's where all the tone is kept maybe none of that cheap shit right. that tone steel <laughs> or whatever I have <laughs> uh, like I have an original I have an original DOD gonculator. Still, oh yeah, and it's a fucking ton. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could kill a man with that thing. <laughs> it like makes your board way heavier than it needs to be. I, it also makes my board sound like trash, so I took it off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it a tough pedal to, power. to get to use actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Johnny Ray uh, gave me a Carcosa fuzz. Okay, so another DOD, another DOD pedal. So I have like <laughs> nine or ten DOD pedals now. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people in San Diego are just dumping these DODs on you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, somebody found oh, out boy. you wanted them. Yeah. It was brand new. It was in the box. I got to tear the label off. So nice. that was cool. Um, How are you digging them? I have not played a single fucking one. You've been busy. Yeah. I've been I've been running uh, 60 hour weeks recently. So I've been. Jesus. As soon as I get home, like. Just busy twerking it. No. Watch. For, <laughs> no. I got to watch my shows, wow. my stories, and then I go to bed. Watch my, my stories. <laughs> oh, the the expanse. You guys, are you guys into that? Show? Oh my god. Oh man. I don't know what it is. So good. Yes. Yes. No, I'm yes. not. Sorry. I just watched the finale of the Masked Singer before coming up here, so that's where I'm at. You're stoked right now? Or are you bummed by the way that ended? 
I don't I'm watch stoked. it, so okay, I cool. called it from like maybe I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but I called that winner from and who it was from maybe I don't know three or four episodes before the I'm end. Like a mile, Just away. feeling it, <laughs> mile away. I <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> talking about episodes. Um, I, yeah, yeah, it's a good show though. Okay, oh, man. <laughs> the Expanse. Yeah, the Expanse yeah. is so good. Oh um, my god, what is it even? It's like is a sci-fi. Okay. Um, the sci-fi it was based on a novel and. It's like Jeff if fabulous. if the Earth is like you know used up all of it, not all of its resources, but basically it's like everyone's pushed out to the solar system. So you have people living on Mars, you have humans living out in like the asteroid belt, like collecting resources and stuff, and then you have like this war going on that you know, which is kind of cool. They faction cool. up pretty hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. some crazy shit. Is it on Netflix or something? It's on uh, Amazon. Okay. It was sci-fi. They yeah. ran it for three seasons, and then they canceled it. And Bastards. where where are you in the show? I am. Kyle. I am uh, almost at the end of season three. So I waited for it to pop. You're on almost to... there. Okay. When you get to the end, you'll be like, you will pull your hair out at the fact that sci-fi canceled <laughs> Wait, that. My Apparently, it was hair on my head or me. like on my beard. What am it I doesn't pulling? even, it's all of it. It's just whatever. It. Eyebrows? Too? Whatever's nearest to your hand. <laughs> You'll at be the pulling time. those eyebrows out, man. <laughs> yeah, some tweezers and just going to town. I just, I lost my mind. Oh, I couldn't man. believe it. It was, because it just gets, it's so good. Anyway, it's so good start to finish. It's really good for nerdy types, too, because they, they do a lot to make the special effects as yeah, realistic as possible. It's done really well. It's not like zero some budget. It's like done so good. You're like, wow, yeah. holy shit. Holy um, cow. <laughs> holy moly. Um, and then for my last What's New, All right. I got my El Camino running. Oh, just the other day. rubbed up and ready to go. Yeah. Change the There's starter. There's such a vibe. There's Change. such a vibe here at the Tone Jerks. There's DOD pedals. There's El Caminos. Yeah, I just, just like just don't. Setting the scene. Uh, I'm really like. <laughs> We're the cool kids. Uh, of the... <laughs> you totally are. I'm leaning into it though. You're like, you're yeah. like, I can't tell what you are, Kyle. Okay. You like DOD pedals. You like sci-fi shows and you have an El Camino. Oh, what the fuck yeah, is your painting problem? painting this really interesting picture of California. Pick a lane, dude. <laughs> Pick a lane. Can't pin this guy <laughs> down. Yeah. So some hard work, but got it on there and then runs like a, oh, it doesn't run. It doesn't roll, but it, it runs. It starts. Got it. Yeah. It's all baby steps. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Very cool. What about uh, Derek? What's new with you? What's new with me? Um, if we're, let's see if I can mirror Kyle's stuff. I don't have any new pedals. <laughs> uh, actually, no, that's not true. I bought the Copper Sound Tremolo last week, which we talked about on our show, and it's the friggin' best. Um, yeah, that one was really co- cool. Yeah. I. I'm very happy with my purchase. I actually still have the reverb here that I need to do a demo for, but it is going to go back to Alex. Uh, I'll give you um, my address if you want. You can just send it this way. Yep. <laughs> oh, it, it might make it to him. Might make it back. Yeah. He would probably be okay with that. He'd probably be like, <laughs> no, he probably would. <laughs> well, you were like, okay. I guess he'd, if you he'd decide know who to, to go after. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, let's see. In car news, I was going to change my spark plugs today, but then didn't have the right socket. So I don't. Fourteen millimeter, five eighths. What do you what do you got? It didn't have the right length, actually. Oh, the deep um, sockets. The, the yeah, mega deep. Get the one with <laughs> the ru- get nice and deep. Get the one with the rubber insert and then pull that motherfucker out because you don't need it. <laughs> so that'll be happening next week, but uh, that's fine. Um, but the big thing, I guess, is that like I'm still I'm still really adjusting to being in a band again, uh, as is. Becoming more apparent each week at practice. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> uh, your band Delaney has a lot of gigs coming up. Yeah, <laughs> we booked, like, um, 
we we booked another one today, <laughs> and oh, we're up to. I'm humble brag, but I'm a little bit <clears throat> now. I'm just kind of like, guys, are, are you sure? Like, is, this, <laughs> is this what we want? You sure you want to keep doing that? All right, okay. Yeah, so this is number eight it's on the funeral. books for the right through the <laughs> spring, and there's one like late in the summer, um, which is great. I'm super excited about it, but it's still like now. This is I think we booked us for Friday, so now we've got a Thursday, Friday, Saturday run. Coming oh, up. that's cool! Nice. Oh, wow in may and i've I've never done that before i've never played that many shows that close together so i don't know it, it'll be are they close or are they like str- are they like spread out they're city, uh, no they're close one is in our town and okay. then one is up justin knows one's up at weir's beach um, oh, are you, are you, is are it you, that place that we played one time is yes i, it I is. only know of one venue there so <laughs> is that yeah, one place I don't know. Oh yeah, it's called um, it's called Wake the Lake, and it's like this big like spring summer block party three day concert thing. So we're doing that, and then we're playing at a uh, down in Massachusetts. We're playing at get this a pizza place, art gallery, rock venue. Nothing wrong with that. It's three good things. Oh, Massachusetts, (laughs) fucking, it's been a whole friggin' thing. So that's yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, sometime in May. But yeah, the whole being in a band thing is a trip, and it's it's taking up like so much mental space and stuff. I'm inundated with text messages all day from band members. You know what we should do is da, da, da. <laughs> or, Hey, I thought maybe have a cool change for, but like, yeah, these are all great points, but fuck dude. <laughs> Put those like right constantly. on the fridge. Like, yeah. Can't you just let me know when you decide on something and then I'll yeah. look at it. But then like, I, you know, they're asking me like, can you, what was your take on this? Like, oh, I do have an opinion, but I might work. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, you got to set that expectation, man. You can't be always responding at work. No, no, no. We're all, we all work pretty normal desk jobs. So it's, you know, one person responds or fills in a bunch of stuff. And then a few hours later, somebody follows up a few hours later, somebody else follows up. So no, you just got to take the Kyle approach and just never respond back ever. Yeah. They'll get super fucking pissed at you. Yeah. And then, (laughs) oh, sorry. I must've missed that first. Like, I'm sorry. I threw my phone in the river. Yeah. (laughs) That thing kept beeping. I don't know. I threw it. Yeah, just, I'll look um, at it and I'm like, I'll read that later, and then like I'll get what the fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yep, I'm up to speed now. Here I am. You usually just scroll yeah. to the end. I'm like, okay, uh, the show venue cool. changed. Could you? Cool. Could you? Uh, <laughs> well, can you read the spark notes on this conversation? Please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that does end up happening. Scroll for up, sure. dude. Just scroll up. No. Um, but uh, so, oh, so here's the other thing. I I was cruising Craigslist today. I just occasionally just surf Craigslist to find. Maybe there's something I have that I could trade for or is a really good deal. You know, it never happens. But one thing I've decided is that nobody wants to buy your cigar box guitars. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) They look fucking dumb. (laughs) They're so dumb. And like anybody can make those things. They're not great. They're just. And they don't. They're not comfortable. 75 bucks. (laughs) There should be a charity to take those things off the streets. It's just Christmas is inundated with guitars that suck with broken strings that people think are ruined. Yeah. And cigar box guitars. And then like tubas. Yeah. <laughs> like you ruined yeah. a perfectly good cigar box. With that guitar. <laughs> so so that, that's my hot take. That's my Kyle's complaint with a K. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Files. Or... Yeah, right. My takeaway from that, you guys, is Craigslist exists still? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just every now and then I hit it just to see if I'm gonna get lucky. But yeah, I hit still it and I quit it. Yeah, it looks the same. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, Justin, what's new with you? 
Oh boy. Uh, oh, let's do a car thing. Uh, I washed my car. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> hey, we we all know and accept the very real real fact that your car runs better when you wash it, right? It yeah. goes faster, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it goes faster, runs smoother, sounds better. It sounds yeah. better. It's better tone. <laughs> yeah, I washed hood. it for the first time since like, I don't know, November. And uh, it was pretty rough because we have, we have winter here. And uh, Yeah, but like what's hilarious to me is that you're telling me you washed your car in November and March, which are both that whole time here is not car wash season. <laughs> It's like a bunch of snow yeah. and shit. Those are yeah. sort of the borders. Yeah, it got warm here, and uh, it was a t-shirt, windows down kind of day uh, oh, yesterday. Fuck off. Today, though, today, though, Derek, let me just set set this, get you back on track here. All right, today, boys, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Easy. Today it was fine, uh, and then a a uh, a storm rolled in uh, close to five. Storm when my brew. daughter, I had my daughter at her um, her ballet class. Storm rolls in, and then everybody in the building's phone goes off at the same time because, yep, it's a tornado warning. Oh, oh. So we all went down to the basement of the building, and stuff got pretty real for a while, and then it was all fine, and we left. So, dang. dang. Um, I'm really else? glad that's a thing I don't have to deal with. I just have yeah. like lots of snow, yeah. and I don't leave my house. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so besides the weather, um, yeah, I've been doing, <laughs> been doing normal. Normal, pretty normal stuff. Um, I, I, my re- recording rig is mobile, and I've been using that a lot lately because uh, I'm I'm producing a record for a local band, and then there's another artist that I work with from time to time, and he's on one of his on phases, you know, his writing phases. So yeah, yeah. He likes me to come to him. Oh, okay. Um, and I think it's <laughs> it's partially because he is very comfortable there, but he's also allergic to dogs. Oh, okay. um, so if he's here, he makes it about four hours before his eyes start to get puffy. And that's if I vacuum really good. So, uh, so yeah, it's been like, you know, Monday working with the band here, you know, Tuesday, pack my stuff up and go there, bring it back, hook it up, do a, I did a session in the evening and then, oh, Wednesday we're back out over the, you know, so it's, I'm just constantly like packing and unpacking this stuff, which is not the most fun, but it, I do appreciate that I, you know, get to I mean, do you it, can so. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why I have, I have, I'm set up the way I am. So, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a, a hard couple of weeks for the introvert in me. I'm a very introverted person. I definitely need to be by myself to recharge yeah. after being with people all the time. So like there are weeks where I don't have any clients here and I'm just mixing and editing remote stuff. So, um, this is, this has not been those Two weeks, two or three weeks here. <laughs> yeah, but you and people, 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 pound the pavement, so. get it out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah. it, it just means I got to reset at night. I'm like, oh, it's time to just loaf. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start working from home a lot, it that that switch can flip really fast. And yeah. I I used to work from home full time, and I don't anymore. And it was it took me forever to like readjust to being back in an office. And I actually worked from home today because I just needed to not be around other people. Mm-hmm. just for one day and Thursdays are a good day for that because Fridays people tend to take off more than other days of the week so it's like pretty quiet at offices most of the time on Fridays and I don't know I just I sat around like I never listen to music or podcasts when I work from home alone I just like sit in the silence <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, alone. I gotta deal with people all damn day that's oh. that, that's my job it's your job yeah. <laughs> it's your job <laughs> yeah and I'm the same way because I'm, you know, around people a lot. So, like, people say, oh, what do you like to, you know, do you like to, like, go out and do stuff? I'm like, oh, man, I love to just be kind of 
by myself at home. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm like around people and talking to people all the time. And it's like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I just, if I could, like, hours not talking to anybody, yeah, that's pretty cool. Or I've had, I've had other nice. friends it's, who are like, yeah. they work by themselves. <laughs> they don't, they don't go, you know, like, like similar, yeah. they work at home and then they love going out and talking to people. Sometimes they'll no. go and work at a coffee <laughs> shop and talk to people. I'm like, damn, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> to go <laughs> like, out and yeah. start talking to but, people at a coffee shop, I'd be like, "What? What are you crazy? Strange." <laughs> <laughs> when I when I was working from home full time, um, sometimes my wife would be up and out of the house before I would get up, and not really. Was the the later time at my last job, I was a lot more remote. I guess like I, I was kind of it was management changes, so I was under the radar a lot more. And I, I would get to like 11 o'clock in the morning and realize I haven't spoken a word yet today, which is like a really strange feeling. And it's like, oh, can I, how far can I go? That's <laughs> a challenge. Go a whole day. Yeah, yeah go the whole Just day. Just pick up sign language home. at that point. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, though, that being alone for like work days and stuff is interesting, but the whole, like joining this band, that's going to be the thing I talk about, I guess. Yep. It's like I've been provided with through courtesy of the universe with three friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Here you go. I, this is a package deal. <laughs> right. And, and you know, you spend a lot of time with them. You work very closely with them and it's like, here you go. Here are your three new friends all together, all at once. <laughs> you don't know that much about them, but they're your friends now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like a really, it's a bizarre thing. And I, you know, I just said to Beth before we were recording, like going to band practice is great. Like I've kind of forgot how much I enjoy just like standing around playing music and being social, but doing the thing that's like really fun and putting my phone down for three hours a week. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like such a <laughs> nice thing because you're jamming and you don't have time to just be standing around on your phone. Like, yeah, if somebody live streaming, I'll, dude. Yeah. I'll check it for a second or something, <laughs> but like, no, we're riffing, we're writing music and we're practicing and it's kind of nice to step away. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, hey, guess what I have? Oh, you brought you brought it. <laughs> I brought it because it lives on my desk. Yeah. There you go. You needed to add the bell. It's officially a case of the internet leaking now. Yeah. Brian, what's new with you? What you got? All right. Um, a couple things. I think compared to the you know last episode, I was bitching about it so much, but finally sold my Ampeg V4B. Sold oh, it nice. on Reverb. I. Uh, all right. No, Victory yeah, bell. Bingo. <laughs> You're breaking the chain. You're not, not talking about car stuff. Jeez. I know. Well, uh, I, let I, him get there. I, I drove a truck. <laughs> oh, over here. Right, there you go. Good. Cool. I pushed you it on the and stuff. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I sold it finally. And I'm like, man, that was, it was just sitting. It was like I wasn't getting anything on reverb. And I was getting like, I had like 30 watchers on it. It had like almost a thousand views. I'm like, why isn't anybody fucking trying to buy I'm this? Just thing? pulling the trigger. And then you're like, come on. And then so like finally somebody did. I got, um, the money that I wanted and I, you know, nice. I charged a lot for shipping and it ended up, ended up being like 60 bucks. And I charged the guy <laughs> like 130 bucks, 125, God. 125 bucks. He's not a fan of the podcast. Yeah. But I'm like, I, wow, cause, cause I've shipped an amp before and I <laughs> did the quite the opposite. I think I put like 60 or, or 70 for shipping and ended up being like 150 bucks. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a heavy amp too. I used to have one of those and way back. I, yeah. you know, I pack the shit out of it. Uh, I, I keep my fingers crossed that it's gonna make it there. And I, you know, <laughs> did it. Did everything I could. I, I went through Reverb, bought a label through them, so I get the you know buyer protection and everything. Mm -hmm. So yep. keep my fingers crossed that it gets there okay. And you know, I think because like when the money, I get the money, I'm just gonna hold it. I'm like, 
anything could happen. It could be like, oh, this got dropped out of an airplane or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just but, sawdust when it arrives. Right. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I've, I've bought amps before, like from like Guitar Center or whatever, and they like barely pack it. They put like maybe a couple of like sheets oh, of bubble wrap in and there, and you're like cables plugged in and yeah, shit. And it's like, Ugh. Jesus Christ, you guys gave no fucks. <laughs> yeah. And then bubble so, wrap as if. Yeah, and whereas this, I'm like, I used a bubble wrap, but it's like, like but, butcher paper. Like, yeah, <laughs> butcher paper, and they put a pickle next to it. <laughs> it's just for presentation. Tie it with string. So that that that's. I mean, like, I'm happy I got that sold, got that out of there. I just wasn't using it, and so I'm like, okay, this yeah. needed to go. It was basically just like a great sounding amp, but it just I was never using it, so I'm like, got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Also sold my Boss DD500. That's gone. Like, I, I sold these all in the same day. Oh, I'm like, geez. I was getting lowballed all day, in. and I got like somebody paid for what my what I asked for for my DD500. Sold that, shipped that out, and then I also sold uh, a noise kick effects, the clean boost, the O boost or whatever. Sold that for my asking price. I'm like, boom! I'm just like in the money, Fucking killing You're it. You're on it. I know. Can yeah. you sell I'm my in... amp for me because it's been for sale for over a year and no one Jesus. has wanted it? Good luck with that what's one. Your, what's your commission? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so like I. I don't know if I told you guys even, I I sold the case for my amp, uh, separate from the amp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody yeah. only wanted the case. You're like, ah. Somebody, actually, Todd Rundgren's guitar player wanted the case. <laughs> <laughs> so I sold it to him. Uh, now I've just got the amp kicking around in my basement. And still, like. You're not uh, using, not even in the band you're not using it? No, I'm using a, I'm, I'm selling my Fender DeVille and I'm using a Vox AC30 in the band. So that's the Vox is living at the practice space, and that's like the main. Just go stereo, dude. That would be tight. You know, the thought crossed my mind, but then I was like, "Do I want to transport two hundred pounds of amp?" You absolutely everywhere. (laughs) Now that I now that I sold the case, Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. son of a bitch. No wheels. Well, nobody wanted to buy it with the case. They were like, "Oh, it's it's too much." I was asking too much because it was such a package deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. And people wanted the amp alone at the time. But not the case. And what am I going to do with a case that only fits one amp? Yeah. <laughs> you know? You could have sold it to that one guy. <laughs> I could have sold it. Well, it's like it only fits like one particular model fender. It doesn't even fit the variations of that model. It's so shitty. So Jesus. somebody wanted the case. Thank God. But now I've just got the amp and it's been sitting up on reverb. And I lowered the price yesterday, actually, and nobody's nobody's picked it up. Oh. Uh, We're getting it out to the jerk nation. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants yeah, it. Right? We'll say a Seriously. prayer for you. <laughs> I've right. never shipped an amp before, but it's uh, it's <laughs> I don't know. I guess it could be okay if you just barely pack it like Guitar Center does. It'll arrive. <laughs> or if you pack yeah. like I pack it like really well with like corrugated supported corners in a box, and I had like separated the tubes and packed them separately yeah. and stuff like that. And those yeah. arrive okay. <laughs> and the dude didn't even respond back. Like, cool, got it. Thanks. Yeah, I think people just get it. I think <laughs> no, maybe like, wow, thanks people for the who care buy who get the stuff that I ship. They're like probably more pissed that they're like oh thanks for packing the hell out of it now i gotta get like the, yeah. <laughs> like a machete yeah. to cut this fucking <laughs> cardboard now i gotta go buy a knife on craigslist yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it i just uh, sold some stuff and i'm happy i'm like spring cleaning mode just getting all this crap i'm not using not crap but stuff i'm just not using just getting it out of it's here shit. I'm, <laughs> it's shit in it <laughs> i'm loving it <laughs> but um let's uh you know shift gears here let's talk to, to you guys about the tone control Uh, people may not know the podcast Um, I'm a fan of it and Kyle we both listen Um, but you know do you always want to give a little backstory 
you know, about who you guys are and, you know, why you started the podcast, what it's about. <clears throat> and who's your daddy? Yeah. What's what does he do? do? Yeah. My dad's Mark. <laughs> Hi, Mark. He listens to the show, which means he'll probably listen to this one. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he'll start. Maybe he'll become a tone jerk. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, uh, all right, uh, I'll go. I'll go. Do the thing, uh, Derek. Tell him. Do, do the so, thing. Okay. <laughs> do that, do that so, thing you do. So Justin and I are old friends. We played in a band together, and Justin recorded like our records and stuff, and and then. I guess back up even more. Uh, Justin wasn't always in <laughs> the band. He joined up. Justin, Justin exists. <laughs> he exists. He joined our band. Um, he joined our band. His brother was uh, the singer of our band. And, you know, we added Justin later on to do second guitar vocals and keys and things like that. Um, before that, Justin had engineered and like worked up all our albums for us. Nice. That was cool. Um, and then let's see. That was, that band was a long time ago now, but then Justin got married and moved away, and we thought, Aww. now's the time to start a podcast. After yeah. we, when you guys were we, had, miles we had talked about it before. I, <laughs> we did, I think. yeah. Because we would always get to practice or just be hanging out and talk about gear stuff. Oh, did you see the new pedal from whoever or the new? Right. Check out this crazy guitar. And we thought, since we talk about all that stuff all the time anyway, and we're friends, we know each other, It starting a podcast would be pretty natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the dynamic of it. Well, yeah. yeah and that's one thing like I've noticed, like <clears throat> listening to you guys, um, you guys have that like back and forth. That's, you know, like you just said, it's natural. It's because you guys are friends like in IRL, you know, in real life, you know, yeah. you guys <laughs> like and I, and I say that and people are like, well, what, no shit. You guys are friends. Uh, there's some podcasts you can listen to, maybe gu- guitar ones where people, they just like talk to each other online and be like, oh, let's start a podcast. I'm like, yeah. That you kind of, well, they kind of yeah. almost literally and figuratively phoned it in. And you're like, God damn, this is not like this is like an <laughs> well, excruciating conversation to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it's because for better or worse, podcasting is easier than ever. The barrier to entry is like non-existent. So yeah. if anyone wants to start any podcast about anything, it's so easy to do now. And it's you good. Know, I mean, the, and that's not which is great. The bad. other side of that coin, though, is like there's more shit podcasts than ever. Yeah, it's 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 like starting to get to be like where there's. It's hard to find good bands. It's hard to find yeah. good podcasts. You kind of have was, to like adventure I, yeah. on your own. <laughs> right. I had mentioned to you, Brian, a few days ago, I was looking for podcasts for work, like related to my job. And I found a few and they were all garbage. <laughs> They're just so <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And I, they may have good information, but I could not break through on listening to them because they were just dry and uninteresting. And just like, they didn't have that like, entertainment factor yeah. that I think a lot of people look to podcasts for. Yeah. And you know, that's one thing I, I like with you guys, it's like you have a, if you guys even are talking about like the news of the guitar, you know, guitar world or whatever, it's like you guys have your take on it that you talk to each other back and forth. It's not, you talking at each mm-hmm. other because you can hear mm-hmm. that dynamic in some podcasts where they just have to get their point across and they don't even react to the other person. They're just yeah. like, Yep. <laughs> Okay, so the next they're just thing. thinking about what they're gonna say next. Cool, yeah. it's yeah. like a presentation. I don't give yeah. a shit. Uh, yeah. next. <laughs> and it, you know, yeah. and it's just dry. And anyway, so that's one thing I really turned on to you guys for. It's like, you know, you guys are having fun with it. You can actually just tell in your show in the fact that mm-hmm. the way you talk to each other, you're doing this because you dig it, and not because you're like, I think I'm gonna get something out of this or whatever. Oh yeah, but, yeah. no. We're Anyways, not. that was just me interjecting. <laughs> we we cool. take well, that to a very far extreme too to the extent that we 
almost have never even said our names on the show. Like we <laughs> we behave as though the audience doesn't exist, I think. Yeah. Most of the yeah. time. Uh yeah. to our fault, probably. Yeah. To our detriment, I think I meant to say. So it's I mean a, it's been it's a, a while, problem. right? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, you guys have been <laughs> no, doing this for a little while. Yeah, so we record every two weeks. Um but we've been we've, doing it since Shortly after you moved to Ohio, Justin. Yeah, so which 20, was, 2013. So it was it was like September-ish, right, of 2013, I think we started I around there. I think so, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've, you know, so we, we've had, we have 133 episodes. We've missed a few, and I think it took us a little while to get onto a regular schedule. We settled into every two weeks, you know. You know right, because we're, like, unlike this show, like, this show is... Um, let me back up. You can listen to our show and the Tone Jerks and not hear the same information, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Um, this show is more like conversational about things uh, like on the periphery of the music industry, like the stuff that goes on behind the scenes or the stuff. It's not always just about gear stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our show is like definitely more gear stuff all the time. News focused. Yeah. Right. And one week of gear news is really not a lot of content. So we decided on every two weeks because we would have like a, a pretty good amount for, yeah. for about an hour yeah. episode. So, but yeah, that's, that's that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I definitely dig the dynamic and then the way you guys are coming at it from um, the fact that you guys are either in gigging bands, you guys were in gigging bands, you guys aren't just talking about like, oh, I have a perspective, which is nothing wrong of like, I only play in my bedroom. Yeah, and I right, ha- exactly. I, I there's think this like is really cool, but you're like, oh, there's experience to talk from. Like, I don't. I'm sounding like I, it's all high and mighty and stuff, but like, there is a difference. Even just playing in front of like, you know, ten people at a bar, it's like you're out there doing. You it. wish, yeah, ten people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we play out in front of like the bartender. <laughs> uh, I mean, how many shows have you played where you only play for other bands? <laughs> how much time you got yeah that's the 50, music 50 percent. That that's the way it is and <laughs> that's um, the way it, yeah but it's like you guys have done that and you have experience you're either doing it and for um justin i think it's really cool i've gravitated towards you know the fact that you're coming at it from like an audio engineer perspective not everybody mm-hmm. is into it in that way with music but it's like you can look at a piece of gear and it's like how could i use this in a studio or if a guitar player came into the studio with this how could yeah. It'd yeah. be used to How hard would something. I slap them? Yeah. 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 Be like, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get that full stack out of here. <laughs> Can I wheel my full Mesa, stack? <laughs> Mesa full stack. Uh, triple wreck. Yeah. But yeah. that'd be tight though. Um, yeah. I want one now. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, so I, I like the fact that you're coming at it from that perspective. And yeah. because like there's a lot of people who maybe only play at home. They might play in church. There's nothing wrong with that. But or they might never actually record a song, and then I heard you guys. I'm like, oh, you guys are have a different voice, and like like Derek said, it's like you can listen to a lot of guitar podcasts, and they won't cross over. And you guys, especially, mm-hmm. are doing definitely your own thing because you have your own voice. You guys have your own yeah. stories yeah. to tell from. You guys are living your own like you know music lives and you bringing guys, it and, to you know you make it interesting you have like your pedal demos that you do your, oh fuck yeah duh you do your oh right your oh, yeah, live yeah. ones sometimes you do your you know it's awesome <laughs> do people yeah. like the live ones an yeah. audience of two surveying yeah we, we, we've uh, ripped off that idea and done it a couple yeah. times oh cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. on our show oh, so we hate it yeah don't don't listen Actually, to I it. think it that I'm annoying show. people when I do that that's what I'm worried about is that it's like oh god he's no, gonna do it like, live again 
It's yeah. like a, an actual, like you can hear how it sounds, you playing, not like, oh, this is a polished thing. This is like, right. you, yeah, this is true. how it sounds. You yeah. Know? Right. Because when yeah. I sit down to do a demo, it's like, all right, I make a drum thing and let me come up with this cool riff that really shows off the thing, which yeah. is, a, yeah. really, it's like in a vacuum. Yeah. It's not how pedals sound all the time. So mm-hmm. doing it live, I mean, it's it's a different kind of, I mean, I mean, I can't do them with my setup, so I know for Justin, it's a different kind of more work to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, sometimes yeah. less. I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm worried that I'm going to get lazy and always do live, but if you guys are telling me you like it, I don't it's know. It's cool. Yeah. Keep them coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to give a little backstory on that. So a segment on your guys' show, you guys are sponsored by Pedal Genie. So each yes. episode, you guys, for the most part, get a pedal each. Um, from Pedal Genie. Yeah, unless we're guys... lazy and don't send the previous one back. Yeah, but yeah so. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> you guys get them. But uh, you know, so you guys do. You you have them for the you know two weeks or whatever, a week and a half, whatever you, ha- you guys have. You get a feel for the pedal and you give your honest review. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you guys do a demo, and it's really cool to hear you one talk about it. And you're not tied to that pedal company at all. Sometimes you not guys are brutally honest, and you're like, it's, yeah. that's honestly the best part of working with Pedal Genie is. They they can do no wrong. Like this, we're not sponsored by them at this moment yeah. on this show, and like it's still like they're the best. I when I signed up for it, my wife was like, "Are you kidding? This is the greatest idea ever." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I don't have to really buy pedals anymore. It's like the Netflix but, DVD of pedals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I want to need the robot. But, <laughs> yeah. So then, wait, just in our last episode, that fucking tube screamer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know <laughs> that ghoul screamer yeah. the ghoul screamer khdk whatever a big resounding meh <laughs> yeah and and if you were getting review units from the company it's not it's not like cool to say like I, I was gonna say morally like it's not more it, it's like a general business ethics thing like they're sending you a review unit if you don't like it i mean the thing to do would be to send it back and not publish a review right and just yeah. be like here's what i don't like about it like because publishing bad reviews isn't going to help anybody it doesn't make companies like you it's so as as reviews reviewers go like if you're reading magazines about gear and stuff you will find that they're always finding a positive spin yeah yeah. even if it's kind of maybe it's low-end gear or something they're talking about it within as a price value Mm -hmm. you know ratio hardly does anything but that's the way i love it (laughs) yeah like if there was something that they really didn't feel that they could write something good about then they wouldn't or it wouldn't work as a review platform definitely these companies wouldn't send them their stuff so but anyway but we don't have we're not we don't have that we're the, no no you know yeah uh, you, you guys just get pedals in you guys give your take on it that's what i mean yeah. so i mean just the back and forth that you guys have the news and that pe- you know uh the pedal genie to- like it's it's a great listen so every week i Every other week, uh, you can tune in and listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> you could stop halfway through an episode, and then you get yeah. to listen every week. Yeah, there yeah, you portion go. Control, oh, you know? Portion control. Portion <laughs> control. Hashtag life hack. <laughs> oh, I'm full. I'll 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 wait on this one. But yeah, no, I mean, I definitely dig it. I I highly suggest, and we'll say it a couple times, but like, check out the tone control. They're the same podcatcher that you listen to this on. You can find them too. But for sure. um, thanks for saying all that. That's very kind of you. I mean, actually, shit. I'm doing a shitty job hosting. Thanks for coming on to the show. Yeah, no problem. Maybe I'll just cut this oh, into the beginning. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. like do like you guys do and cut it. Into you the know beginning. what's funny? I was setting up uh, my desk here to record, and I was like, "This is." I felt like so kind of. I don't know. I was like buzzing a little bit. Like I've never been on a podcast that's not my podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you can kind of just like feeling. 
let your, like, let right, your hair down a little bit. What do I have to do bit, to right? get ready? Yeah. How do I prepare? I don't have to do anything. I just have to sit here and talk. I don't have to do shit. I got to do I'm trying shit. desperately to make sure I don't interrupt all of you. That's all right. Yeah, I keep thinking I should write <laughs> down not. funny titles, but I'm not doing that either. But, I mean, Justin, this is kind of a... I want to get into some topics. And this one okay. I wanted to gear more towards you, but I we could all pick at it, you know? Yeah. Um. So, you are an audio engineer. You record bands, you yeah. have people come into your studio, you have a home studio that, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, you had built onto your house kind of deal. And a portable yeah, studio. Yeah, we, had, we had a new house built, and this was added to the blueprint. So, we... Just nice. this past June, uh, built a new construction. That's cool. Yeah. But I wanted to say, like, you know, what are some, like, uh, tips or maybe, you know, for bands and guitarists maybe headed to the studio yeah. as an audio engineer? What would you love to see them come into the studio <laughs> with or ideas or be prepared in certain ways? Again, and so maybe how much time just, you got? <laughs> just to keep the fuck out okay. of the studio. Don't bring this here. <laughs> no, I we can do that. Uh, do bring tuners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and that sounds like a funny joke, but sometimes people don't. Now, of course I always have, like, I have a bunch of tuners, but, um, you sometimes have people don't have tuners. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're listening to this and you don't have a tuner, like just get a tuner. It's not a big deal. Uh, tuner pedals know. are the pedal that no one wants to buy. Everybody but... buys their first tuner someday. Get a clip yeah, on, oh. dude. Get an Evertune. <laughs> not the cool. Yeah. Just <laughs> get that. It's not the coolest thing, but you know. No, no. But, but. You know, that's the, the world of making good records is full of stuff that where the best idea is not the coolest thing. But if you yeah. don't do all those stuff that isn't sexy and cool, then um, nothing comes out good. So, yeah, it's it's practice and tuning. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please come in with some practice, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I left my practice at home. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, o- almost anything else I can fix. But, um, or can I just do. jump in? I'm going to jump in on this yeah. and say practicing to a click specifically. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, that's a actually, contra- this... controversial topic in the the jerk world. Some people say that they really? they have a perfect timing and that they never need to go to a click. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would love to like let me turn on a click to you and hear you play to it. <clears throat> oh, oh, the man, the click, man versus machine. The click go. is messing you up, huh? The click is messing you up. Do you, this how thing many, is how many changing times do you hear speed. That? Some, some John Henry stuff right now. Go. <laughs> I've had people tell me that they think the click is changing speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, but it, it's true. A lot of people are scared of the click track, um, but it's really helpful. Um, I think it's basically necessary in most modern music production to sound uh, competitive with the kind of records that you've been hearing for the last 20 years. Yeah. Realistically. And everybody's going to say, well, the Rolling Stones didn't need a click. But, yeah, well. you know, that that was also back when <laughs> and some of them um, died, you had so. to get a major label. You know, they were only major labels. You had to get that far before anybody would hear you. So yeah. um, the only people you heard were the top 1% yeah, of the, the people best who wanted best. to be heard. So yeah. Also, um, let's not forget that the Stones yeah. did push and pull tempos like crazy. Oh, like crazy. Records. Yeah. And, and, and they wouldn't today. Like if the Rolling Stones went and recorded today, guess what? That shit would be on a click track. So it's fine. Don't worry. It's not going to ruin the feel of your music. But um, as a sort of example story, actually, the band that I'm producing a record for right now they, I've worked with them before and they hadn't used a click until this time. Mm-hmm. And the last record we did, I casually mentioned that it could help out with kind of everything. It kind of makes everything come together. It makes parts of my job easier and it makes thing could make things easier on them. And I know it's like a fear thing and you have to be used to it. Yeah. Um, and this time around, they were like, we're committed, we're doing it. And it's like, all right, let's go. And the drummer later 
as we're finishing his drum tracks, he confesses to me, he's like, I've got a little OCD and I never thought it would be like this, but it's like his favorite thing now. Like he practiced with it a bit <laughs> nice. and it clicked for him. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. It clicked for him. <laughs> and <laughs> there's the, bell. you know, we we're in the studio and um, he said, can you turn the click up? It's, it's, a, I, I, I can't hear it. And I said, no, dude, you can't hear it because you're playing right. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you get off, you will hear it. It does not have to be loud. And then you'll, and, and he was awesome. He, he killed it. And he's like, I am so relieved. It's like a thing he doesn't have to think about. And so that's what's going to happen to you if you get used to playing with a click. It's going to become a thing you don't have to think about. It's trying to maintain your own tempo is effortless now because um, there's a machine doing it for you essentially. Yeah, I was it, just, just going to say that. Like Delaney, yeah. my band, <clears throat> plays to a click always. Practice shows recording always yeah and it, yeah. and that's more extreme a, than most but it is i did not expect that to be the case when i joined but it's intense and it's perfect it's fantastic yeah like we yeah. just did some pre-production tracks that we got them done in one practice session dang because dang. we were just so familiar with the click it it removes something that you have to think about when you're playing music you can focus on your part you can yeah. focus on your tone you don't have to worry about rushing or pushing and pulling that time anymore because it's something else is taking yeah. care of it for you well that and i think people think of like oh you're taking the human element out of it i'm like no you guys Not are just all. now holding yourself to a certain standard and the thing is that you can always play to the backbeat you know you can yeah, like, find that pocket yeah you have a pocket that you can play with to a metronome and so it's like you don't have to be right on you know you guys can go back and forth with it now I, mean, I think a lot of people get that stigma of like oh it's a click it's robotic it's i'm like no dude um you can like you can yeah. even record like fake, you know, like MIDI drums and ha make it sound human. If you're the guitar player doing it, I'm like, because you're adding that element to it. You have room to breathe. Like people think, I'm yes, like, it's... yeah, just because it's like, you know, 140, 160 BPM, like you can't move. I'm like, yeah, no, you have like, as long as you can catch those ones, you can dance around. Yeah, once, once you know where <clears throat> those hits are going to be, you get comfortable in that groove. Yeah. You yeah. catch the important beats. Yeah. Yeah. And and frankly, I could also make a a, a grid perfect drum performance. Um, your ear isn't going to hear that as robotic if it's mm -hmm. if it's got the the frankly the dynamic variation is more important in drums. And like like Brian said, like the other instruments, you know, there aren't other drum sets. Like everything else has a different. It's not percussive in the same way. So there is smearing, even if you are dead accurate there's unavoidable smearing that's happening and all that stuff's kind of mixing together. Um, you, the, your, your ear, like the modern music listener's ear is not expecting to hear tempo variations. Yeah. Um, like the Rolling Stones had. And if you play temp, if you play grid perfect, it will sound perfectly natural to everybody. Yeah. And sometimes people, you, if you really wanted to, you can like tempo map something. But to mm -hmm. me, that's like, it's a little too much. I, I, we know a couple yeah. friends who have done that where they've like, by like a couple BPMs, they've tempo mapped like, okay, oh, during the oh, course. Oh, so they're they're oh. making their grid follow their variation? Yep. Oh, no, don't do wow. that. You oh, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Orchestras do that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a little too much. I'm like, nah, just play onto that. But mm -hmm. I, like, I wanted to like ask like, what about the gear side of things? Like, do people ever like bring too much gear because you talked about like oh bring a tuner you know my dear people yeah. do, like ever show up and you're like oh yo dude <laughs> well <laughs> you don't need, I, like, at eight. this point i always i I'm, I'm talking about that beforehand so they're not gonna turn up to my house you know with with more than i wanted them to bring um but it's also it it's 
gear is is really personal for people. Yeah. There's a lot of the time I could make perfectly great sounding records without using any of their gear. Yeah. But um it's their stuff and they kind of want and, it. and it's almost like if I could erase the memory of them having not played it on their own gear, you know what I mean? Like if I could like if I could like Harry Potter their memory away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of that, they could listen to the record and be like this sounds awesome. Um but it's the emotional connection to actually like performing it with their own gear is is going to be important to them. It's, like yeah, even yeah. if it, it doesn't it's like a voice. Im- yeah. So it's like is like as long as it's not a worse sound, you know, as long as I think it's the a good sound for this music, yeah. I'm not going to squawk about it and and usually if I you know, if it's the sort of thing I would squawk about, I'm going to be like, hey, um, that's cool. Well, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this other amp I have. And usually yeah. they'll be like, oh, that's super cool. Let's use that. Um, I, I've never really had, I've never had an argument about it. But I, I, I will typically defer to people as long as, yeah, as long as it's like a real amp, you know, as long as it's not some like Walmart thing. or like a Kemper. It, it doesn't or actually have good <laughs> no. tone. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a, um, I don't even know what kind of Mesa. I had some Mesa 112 in my kitchen. Um, all week because uh, that's what we were playing and I and I ran it out to the kitchen so that we could record it without having to have it loud in the room with us yeah yeah um, so I used was using his amp actually he has a AC15 too and I might I might go circle back and do that which that was sort of one of the other questions in your notes is do I record DIs yeah 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 <laughs> uh, yeah I I almost always record DIs but do I reamp them um, not always maybe less than half the time i'm i usually am whatever sound i'm committing to that they're actually playing at the time mm-hmm. um i you know i'm at the point where i i've gotten a good sound to begin with and it's usually right um and then i have that option to go to circle back and add something or change it cuz i'm keeping that di kind of as a safety but yeah i probably don't need it most of the time i mean we this guy plays to this in this band plays a, a vox and a mesa all the at, at both. That's his sound is yeah, both all the time. They're both getting the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. They're both very different, and they do something well. So we just record. We just use the Mesa for simplicity while we were tracking. Now I have the DI with the option to like run everything through the box, and then I'll have two guitar tracks for every performance that I'll mix together. And even the guitarist was saying, sort of by the end of when we were getting our tracks done, he was like, I don't know. I mean. There's, there could be some cool things that the Vox would sound nice on, but, you know, whatever. So basically he's leaving it to me. Like I nice. might okay. go back through and find little bits that I might do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I throw it all away and just use the Mesa. It's probably going to be fine. So oh, it's, it's cool that you have that flexibility, yeah. you know, to do that. Yeah. And this is easy for anybody at home too. Um, it's actually really not difficult to have the option to, to do it dual mode like that because like, um, like I'm thinking, if somebody's recording guitar at home, you've probably got a fairly simple interface, and you're using, uh, you know, bias or something on your computer to make the sound, or maybe you are going through your amp. Um, but a, a simple passive DI box is, you know, going to be a hundred dollars or less, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine to use something like that. You don't need a Countryman or something. Um, it would be fine to have a Countryman, but you don't need that. You know, I'm using a very simple passive DI most of the time. I have a and, countryman. Well, good on you. Humble brag. Because they're awesome, uh, but... Get rid of it. <laughs> you don't they, need it. They, You're one of the stupid people. <laughs> the countryman is great, uh-huh. but 
um, you know, you can get away with all kinds of stuff and it really doesn't, it, it, you're, you're talking about that last 5%. I mean, yeah. this is the, the gear question is like, you know, really, really nice microphones and preamps versus adequate, you know, yeah. versus cheap. I mean, there is a cheap level to everything where it does make a difference. And then it's sort of like, once you get to that. And the adequate, um, it's like. That, that middle level, um, you're really dealing in small single digit percentages that you really have to. You really have to know what you're listening for to hear the difference in. Um, and the Countryman's a good example because, like, if you know what to listen for and feel is one of them, like, the player is going to be able to feel the difference in a Countryman um, more than any listener on the street. So, yeah. But um, for, um, for bass, I, I do use the DI more because mm-hmm. bass tends to, I don't know. I mean, I like an amp sound, but half the time I end up, half the time my bass tone in a, on a record ends up being a a DI with with like a Sans amp pedal on it. Nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's hard, if it's heavier, it's a high gain kind of music. Like it's almost like the less high gain it is, the more you can get away with like an amp sound. I, I just feel like they they get flubby the more ampy they get. So I don't know. Nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Dang, I I dig that a lot. I mean, like it's like a lot of the stuff that I heard was like, oh, I was like, yeah, played to a click. <laughs> <laughs> bring a tuner, you fuckers. And I was like, I'm really digging Oh, that. just get an Evertune bridge. Yeah, yeah definitely. You get an I want one of those yeah, so bad. Uh, but, well, you can uh, shift gears to another topic. What do you guys say? Uh, I think we were right, doing yeah. pretty well on the last one. <laughs> uh, we're going to tap out. This one is kind of more geared towards uh, Derek. Um, so you yes. uh, started playing in a new band, which was new Correct. for you, but it was a pre-existing band. So you're yes, kind of like, right. not like you're a... Uh, your scab or anything. <laughs> I did not. Scrub. Yeah, I did not form this band. Yeah. So, um, I had like some couple questions about that. Like, you know, what is your approach to like joining this band? Are you trying to like play the part of the other guy? Are you yeah. trying to make it your own thing? I'm like, where is the ground that you like? Do you see a line? And you you had mentioned that you're like trying to like, you know, feel the guys out, and you're just starting to hang out with these guys at practice. I'm like, okay, so these are new guys. It's not like oh, old mm-hmm. homies. Well. Well, okay. Um, I know the bass player Andy uh, used to play in a band that Justin and our, my old band with Justin used to play together all the time. Gotcha. So I know him as a person, you know, <laughs> band acquaintance kind of stuff. But we never like hung out really. We never played in bands together. We just see each other at shows constantly. Breathe the same um, air. Yeah. The drummer, uh, <laughs> the drummer and I went to college together. But we didn't play in any bands together. And again, just like acquaintances. And then the singer, uh, singer, guitar, piano player, I had not met before this. So um, that was actually my first question to them was like, what is the flexibility on parts? So how much can I do? (laughs) Kind of. I mean, because I know how it is. You bring a song or an idea to practice. And I think the same is true for joining a band. And you say like, here's this part. I like these chords together. I'm flexible on the timing or I'm flexible on the voicing or whatever, but this part has to be this way. Yeah. <laughs> this belongs you know, I, to me. What the hell? Yeah. Are like you I've got fidget? vision coming out of my eyes, you know, and I need to know that you can play this part mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's plenty of that. There's definitely some, like some parts that I still am screwing up. So I've kind of been playing with them since November it's March now. So it's been a few months and they have a lot of music to learn. There's a six track EP. There was like four other unrecorded songs. And then we immediately started writing new music. So we've got like three 
entirely new songs with me on them. Yeah. Nice. So it's a ton of stuff to keep track of learning all this stuff at the same time. Um, playing it far, part for part is, is definitely where I start most of the time. Yeah. Cause they sent me tabs and they sent me stems and I learned a lot of what I know about guitar. I learned guitar by playing along to records, just kind of like everybody, I guess. But yeah, when you learn the song, the way the song is period, that's when you kind of get like the shapes that are involved and what else would be in this key and what else would sound good. And you don't really even have to try it before you do it. So some stuff, it's it's definitely a mix of part for part. If the, if my part is the main riff, the main iconic sound for that song, it should probably stay how it is. Yeah. If it's just kind of a background rhythm part, or if it's something they were never really happy with in the first place, or they added at the last second or something like that. Yeah. Then you can yeah. come and change it. I guess you were saying that you started writing new stuff. Like at that point, do you feel like, Hey, I'm in it now. I'm kind of just going to write these songs with these guys and put my parts and you're just like, or unless like yeah. the guitar, the singer or whatever, or whoever the other, I know there's another guitar piano player in the band. It's he's like, I kind of think this is an idea. Are you kind of like, well, <laughs> I got something <laughs> I mean, that I want to do. You say guitar it's, piano, or is it like a piano guitar? So like, it's not a guitar, but he's okay. a guitar slash piano. <laughs> if I remember. All right, thanks for clarifying. It's um. So what happened? I guess let me back up on the history of the band. Is Matt, our singer, guitar player, piano player, uh, has always played music in some capacity. I think he did. I don't know the full story, but he did like some solo stuff that's up on Bandcamp, and those songs have since formed into Delaney songs. Yeah, yeah. Because when he put a band together, it was like here's some songs that are finished. Let's play these. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're easy. They're here. They're done. We just have to learn how to play them. They're already written all that. So those are still Delaney songs that like that. We're still currently playing. Um, once new members joined the, you know, Kurt, the new drummer, Andy on bass, it, um, they wrote a few others as well. Um, the guy that I replaced who, who the guy who quit, he and Matt, I'm like drawing this weird family tree, but they, they're like old college friends. They wrote a lot of music together, played guitar a lot together uh, over all those years and stuff. So some of those are like collaborative pieces. Some of them are just Matt. Now, since I've joined is the first time that the full band is really writing collaboratively. Yeah. Oh, that's really is, cool. It's a cool spot. To be yeah. In. So essentially the, the existing Delaney music when I joined was mostly Matt and mostly like, kind of Matt and and friends yeah. music mm -hmm. that they just used because let's start a band. Here's the songs. Gotcha. At this stage though, the band is still is at this point of like, we can be whatever we want because it's the, it's a young band, you know, less than a couple of years really going and we're writing kind of the, the new stuff. I mean, that's how it works, but we're writing the new music, which is going to really define the sound of Delaney moving forward. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm not like necessarily trying to push my own style. I have this kind of idea that like the only thing that I can do is write Derek songs, and no matter what band I'm in, that's just what that band's gonna get. Yeah, you're still kind of like <laughs> you're kind of feeling it out, and kind of like right now the vibe that you're putting out it fits. So if it's like, oh, this is new stuff that we're putting out, it's not gonna be like. Well, that's not really our band. It's because right now you're at the point where exactly. it's like, this band is now Delaney. 
you know, for, right. the, for this the, band, the definition is a little bit up for grabs. Yeah. So now and, you're just like, oh, I'm going to take my part that I want to in it. Exactly. And a lot of it's also that we just, I'm just a good fit in this band in the first place. I think we all have very similar influences and similar you know, styles Not of playing. Not my own horn. Gear. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good, you know. <laughs> I fit in pretty, pretty good. So, <laughs> Matt told me today, I sent him like a, a idea for a bridge, and he's like, oh, if I have to learn this, you're going to force me to be a better guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It's like, hey man, get used to it. But I mean, <laughs> I guess, riffs. like, in our band, we've really, it's like, mainly have been has been Kyle and I. Kyle bass mm-hmm. and vocals, m- myself, uh, guitar and vocals. And we've had drummers. And mm-hmm. we've been through it with different types of drummers. Ooh, oh, wee. man. we the, Like those <laughs> Travis Barker wannabes love to be in our band. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to sing right now. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> can you not? Yeah. It's like, so, but like, and so we had to like, we've had to learn to be like, okay, there's certain parts where you can take liberties with this. And there's certain parts where, like, we have a groove that you need this to fill in. This is not one of them. Yeah. All right. And it's like, we got to a point where we hit a head. It's like, we were younger, and the guy was, like, maybe, like, 18, 19. I think we were, like, you know, 24, 25. And so, at that point, it's like, you know, you're a little more, I feel like I'm mature. I'm getting my own music thing going. I got my shit together. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have we a had, car. like, a thing. It's like, yeah. and we were like, dude, you're doing too, too much. And then the drummer, like, he was 18. He was like, oh, What? You just want me to play something fucking boring. And so, like, you know, you got heated at band practice. And then you're, like, button heads. And he was like, okay, let's just go through it. And he played, like, the next, like, three or four songs. Just like, and he's like, no fills. And we're like, boom. And we said, like, dude, that's perfect. You got it, And he got so pissed. He got so pissed. Because he did no fills. expecting that to work. Because he was like, oh, that's pretty boring. He's like, I'm going to get these guys. And it's like, the fill that he would do is like, but like a double like like rag tom floor tom type of deal and he's like boom and we're like yes oh my god i'm like dude that is exactly what you should play and he got so pissed he didn't last long in the band (laughs) but um at that point we're like okay we had to like learn of like you know like liberties of like okay you know and then now it's like i think maybe it's because we've gotten older we've progressed the uh drummer that we have now uh brian rash we just like collaborate a lot better because he is an actual songwriter who plays drums. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so he cool. knows what you need to add and like to he throw knows in. Yeah. give and take. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's the thing. Like I've never really felt like I am a songwriter, you know, like I, I, I write, I feel like I write music. I'm not a songwriter though. And it's like, it's like a cool place to be. And I can't say like anybody, can, everybody can relate to where we are, but Kyle, Brian and myself are all, songwriters we all play instruments we all sing we're all write music and lyrics and stuff like that like brian plays drums and sings in his other band he is an mc and he like you know is hip-hop with him and his wife and another buddy and he <laughs> nice. plays drums That's in our, awesome. our band and yeah. like kyle and i both sing and write for playing without a pilot so like when you come into it it's like three songwriters you know hey pull it back so that yeah he can sing the vocals that yeah. people need to hear and right, then like right. We're all fully capable of like being melodic. So we're like, it's not like you're like, oh, I need to make up for him. He has a voice that needs to be heard. And I want mm-hmm. to hear it and I want people to hear it. So we I pull want back. People to hear it, damn it. I want to hear it, damn it. <laughs> and so that's kind of cool. Right. Like I'm not I'm not looking to play like shred, just like annoying just reverb like and delay solos guitar every time. Every like, last part. 
<laughs> yeah, just forever playing lead always because like that's like kind of my title, lead guitar. But I try not to really yeah, do that. You're just I gonna guess. be a like, douchebag on stage. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's more like guitar one and guitar two, and you know, our rhythm guitar player, air quotes, rhythm guitar player Matt. He's got plenty of guitar solos. Like yeah. he's, we, we're we're totally doing it back and forth, and it's I don't know, it's just as it I, serves I, the song. Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. yeah. And I think like. Maybe you get into that dynamic as you get older or the longer you play and that maybe you just like you realize like I don't want to be the star. I just want to play in a band. You just like I want to serve the song, not myself. I am well, far you hope more you, you interested hope you get in that there. now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not everybody does. <laughs> it's taking a lot, though, because like when you're at practice, this has already happened a number of times. You're at practice, you're writing a song and somebody does a little change to a chord progression. You're like, oh, what was that? That's a great part. Yeah. And then that becomes part of the song. Yeah. That's great. That's cool. That keeps happening over and over. And your songs can get really overcooked really quickly. Oh. And it's hard to break yeah. away from that, though. Like, it's so fun to just be like, let's put all the tricks in this song and do that for all the songs. Because you just have fun playing cool parts. Yeah. Like it's, it's every really every idea just throw out. it in there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. well it's hard to notice that you're doing it at the time and i think you know i listened back at my old bands over the years and it's it, it as the band progresses through that career that tends to happen more and more like it's it's a pattern that's emerged so mm. it's not like a kiss of death or anything like that but it's still just like i'm trying to be really aware of over yeah. servicing the song of really trying not to overdo it you know the the rests are as important as the notes kind of stuff yeah sometimes you call it (laughs) self-editing yeah yeah right there's parts where i'm like oh you know five ten years ago that's a part i would have played but i don't really think it's going to add anything critical you're like is this going to work live with everyone doing something you know right am i going to finish playing this and be out of breath like (laughs) (laughs) you got some of those songs yeah (laughs) you just like three minutes of like no breaks and vocals. Yeah, I I write it out and then I'm like, fuck, why I do that? Like, let's why not, do let's this not play that I mean, one live. <laughs> be out of breath as a non-singing member of the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's not what I'm like going, like stomping sweating. pedals for days and you're just like, Ooh. right. It's like Dance Dance Revolution right. up at this bitch. You stand in a wash <laughs> tub just to catch all the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, splish, so yeah, being mindful splash. of the song, being mindful of the song is like, it's taking, um, I'm trying to keep it in mind more and more and it's working. I think it's, it's so far been really great, but then you get to save your tricks for when they really are going to work. Yeah. Yeah. You could say, hear the song while you're writing it. You know, that's, that's really difficult. Um, you think yeah. you're listening to it while you're playing it, but you can't really. Um, and I would say that's, that's why doing some self demoing, um, is like mega helpful. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and also like doing some self demoing can help you with things like, Actually, this song should be five BPM slower. Yeah. Or, yeah. You're or never going to get faster until yeah. you try to record yeah. it. Or faster. It can or always yeah. be faster. That's our yeah. problem. It's like we always like, <laughs> like what we have like done where we've, you know, like kind of just recorded demos or whatever, just like at practice, maybe just a couple XY mics or whatever, and just like record it. Like, oh, that sounds cool. And then we play it again. That way it's been in our heads. And we started off like, yeah. bah, bah, bah. like, oh, wow. That's like, it went from like, 175 to like oh now 205 and we're like (laughs) that's the song now (laughs) yeah and because we're all punk background like yeah that sounds great i'm like we don't give the song (laughs) space yeah but like as like parts i'm like i think like playing less it's like 
It's it's the um, maybe parts in between notes. And somebody said this once, and I'm totally gonna steal it from like drummers and friends and musicians that we've known. Like the space, the notes that you don't play are what make up the rhythm. Like if you constantly like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not a melody yeah, yeah. or a, a rhythm at all. It's like the spark, like the like the sparseness of the kick and snare or whatever in the fills. Of, like that's what makes up the melody and the the groove. And I think a lot of people. There's some famous quote about that. I forget who said it. I'm sure, like, like I've heard a butch. I've heard like a telephone version of that, and now I'm just repeating just, it. Just do the Michael Scott thing and tag your. You say you yeah, know. Wayne Gretzky said this. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically that you know, knowing when not to play. The rests are as important as the notes, kind of thing. I never yes. know when to play. Yeah, <laughs> I never. I when, always when, stand in there. Whenever uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, like I'm, I'm do it. playing, oh. that's the right time. <laughs> I like I, I kind of brought all that. Up. I'm like I I'm playing bass for our drummers band, like it's a punk band, and for me, like I kind of more or less know my role is like I'm just playing live bass. Yeah, know your place, Brian. Yeah, yeah just like play bass and shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> what I'm doing, and I love it. And I'm like to me, I have no problems with that. He's talking yeah. again. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to play this bass part. And if like, you know, it was a really crazy bass part. Cause like on just in case they had like this bass player that played was like his, he was a bassist and he was like, well, like yeah. the, this bass line that went on. I'm like, you know Across what you could like do? Across like five strings or yeah, something. Yeah. You know what you could do is like, just like hold E. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's my way out. And so like, I have no yeah. problems with that, but I'm like, okay, if you were, this was your only band, you'd be like, okay, I want to make this my own instrument and get my own voice heard. But yeah, I, I kind of wanted to bring that up. Do you guys have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. I was just going to mention like the whole fill in member thing. Uh, Delaney, some, or before they were, before I was in, they were using fill in guitar players, friends from other bands and stuff. Oh, okay. So that's why. And it's a really interesting thing. Like I've never, if we, all my bands in the past, like if one of us couldn't play a show, we just wouldn't play it. Yeah. Yeah. Because huh. well, what am I going to get someone else to come in and play guitar or play drums or whatever? <laughs> Can't like, slow that's, us down. That's so much what work. A headache. Like it's, yeah. We, What's we, the point of that? We, we've done fill do it all the time. drummer sometimes. Like sometimes Brian couldn't make it and a, a buddy of ours filled in. Yeah. It's kind of cool to get that different style. And like for some of them, they play our, they listen to our music. I'm like, wow, this is pretty simple. And we're like, yeah, we like it that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then it's like, don't fuck it up. We had this guy who was like, did a lot of like metal core and heart, like double bass kind of double. And he's like, oh, I can just leave my double bass pedal at home. Yeah. And he's like, do, do that. And he's like, he's like, cool. I'm just going to have fun and play drums. He's like, man, this music is actually fun. I'm like, I can just like relax and play drums. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so like, pretty simple. Relax. And he's like, yeah, That's dude. Great. I'm like, yeah, you can just like have a couple beers with us. He's like, you guys drink when you play? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, it's cool, man. I don't give a fuck. And so that's, that's kind of fun. So like, I guess like, it's a little different for a drummer, but I'm like, for us, I'm like, yeah, we have a couple fill-in members every once in a while. It, but it could be a yeah. bit genre specific too. Like, cause uh, you could yeah, see like, um, like you're saying like somebody coming from a metalcore band, well flip, flip that, you know, if somebody was going to fill in drums on a metalcore band, I mean, you got to know those songs. Yeah, you got to lock fast in. You got to lock in, baby. And, yeah, because <laughs> they're, they're playing, it's it's less just a rhythm. And not not to say like in in like uh, the, the punkish kind of rock music is just a rhythm, but like, you know, when, you, when I hear you say, oh, it's nice to have that different style, like you guys are letting somebody play 
slightly maybe but still different drum parts on your songs and you're like this is cool like we're still playing our songs yeah there's a lot of bands out there and maybe in mostly different styles of music but i think you know there's a lot of people that like they wouldn't tolerate that they'd be like that's not the part for this song for you you're going oh just play it simpler yeah just as long (laughs) if if it's half time or double time that's all i give a shit about yeah, see, Delaney's yeah, not yeah. one of those bands. <laughs> that kind of thing would not fly. <laughs> You're like, you have to play to the fucking click. Not like, not like in a negative, bad way, but it's just like the drum part is a specific thing. Like sometimes yeah. the riff is in the drums. You know, the toms uh, yeah, have yeah. got to hit the riff on those parts and XYZ. yeah, XYZ. Yeah. Right. Um, you had one other question in the notes that I just wanted to mention real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you asked if I'm trying to make my rig sound like the last guy. No way. <laughs> it's my rig, bitch. <laughs> Do you even know what it sounded like? My chance. I mean, I'll give them some flexibility on like, you know, it's higher gain or lower gain or, you know, add some reverb or whatever. But like my tone is my tone. I'm not going to go spending money on a whole rig to sound like. Get some clones or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> sound like some. <laughs> a bunch of clon clones. Clones and tube screamers all the way. All tube screamers, <laughs> all clon clones. <laughs> <laughs> the mid range is unprecedented, <laughs> but like I, the last guy had like a Fender, uh, what the hell, Deluxe Reverb, one twelve, whatever that thing is, Silver Face. Yeah, that was great. It sounded great, awesome, and he had like a low gain, um, f- uh, full tone, the MOSFET full drive. Yeah, yeah, really great pedal, but like generally, and Matt plays a relatively low gain sound compared to my sound. Yeah, so. Like I'm already there. I'm bringing the chuggas and like bringing the. I'm bringing the, the heat, heat, baby. Yeah. I'm, like let it all rip. Over and of place. course, like I'm playing on my Telecaster through an AC30, so it sounds hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's still like I I'm not gonna. I did pick up a Strymon timeline for this band. Yeah. Because I needed more control over my delays for the type of band this is, but I'm not gonna buy a different amp. I'm not gonna completely revamp my board. That kind of stuff. I'll do that as I want to because I want to. Shoot that big sky dog. Get that trifecta. I got, I, got yeah. an amp, I got amp reverb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But before we head out of here, Kyle had one more quick uh, topic. Yeah. This one's, uh, I don't know, this one's pretty tough, actually. So, Hit me with it. Just, uh, Wait, this wasn't in my notes. Yeah, I know. Well, it's it was that, that was the audio version of me Sur- pushing the glasses up my nose. Surprise, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, do you guys see Sunday as the beginning of the week? Or Monday as the beginning of the week. Monday is the beginning. Mo- Mo- okay. So, yeah, so I've got I got thoughts on this. All right. <laughs> I got a whole thing about. Let, this. Hit hit me hit um, me with them. Monday beginning of the week because work right. Okay. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sunday beginning of the week because calendars. Okay. Nope. Well, like, who looks just, at calendars? Oh, me all oh, the time. Okay. Never mind. All right. Sorry. All day, every day, I live and die by the calendar. All right. But you know, if if it's if it's Saturday. And like, oh, I guess I wouldn't say next week if I was referring to Sunday. I'd just say tomorrow. All right. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's, I also, I play a lot of um, Destiny, the video game, which on, has a weekly reset on Tuesday. What? Come what? on, and guys. I, and I often think of Tuesday as the beginning of some kind of week because of my ritualized video gaming. Wait, wait what system? That has to be a time zone what issue. What system are you playing on? A PS4. Okay. God damn it. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. So it's <laughs> you know because Monday. So here's what happens: like right. Monday Heretic. comes along. Monday comes along. I do my my beginning of the week thing. Go to work. Get the week going. Back to normal. Tuesday. The Monday night comes and it's like, oh, tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's reset day. Yeah, but Tuesday they that probably means, only pick that because no one's playing 
no one's going to be playing. Yeah, they, I think it. they picked it because of some old legacy thing with Halo. Okay. I'm not 100% sure why it's Tuesday. Right. I'm, other games have other reset days. But yeah, Tuesday feels like the beginning of a week, of a week, not the week. <laughs> it feels like the beginning of a week. <laughs> a fake week. Yeah. In a it's fake really world. weird. All right. Here's a, here's a follow up question then. Is Friday part of the weekend? Friday night um, is. Friday afternoon, Friday night, yeah, I would say. Yeah. So Friday afternoon is the weekend. Yeah, so... Friday, so yeah, let me, Friday morning, no way. I got I got this, because... Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, take all the force here. Okay, so so check it out. My wife is a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool flex. And I am not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in case that wasn't clear from before. Um, <clears throat> but... I, so I, because I work with a lot of musicians, um, a lot of the time they have day jobs and are going to need to work outside of, you know, bank hours. Um, but I will, I'm not going to make that hard for them, but I, I try to keep my schedule so that my weekends are free so that it's like family time. Right. Cause that's when yeah. they have off. Yeah. And so I, you know, I've gotten really used to, I can book, so there's like a hierarchy, like I'll first attempt to book all sessions during essentially bank hours. And then failing that, I'll say, well, these are the weekday nights that I could do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's basically when I'm not recording a podcast or working with some other client, you know? And then the the highest priority or the lowest, you know, depending on your perspective, whatever, you know, the the once we work ourselves up to the the top part of the hierarchy, then I will open up for booking weekends, and that includes Friday night for me. I try to avoid Friday nights the same as I okay. do a weekend. Um, and then if that's the only thing we can do, we'll do it. You know, but do you guys ever do you have this problem where the leaving work on Friday or just about to leave work on Friday feels better than the weekend? Like that, that potential Wait, of like, what? I'm off. It's oh, over. Yeah. You know, I, you know I, what I mean? Just drop everything. That whole like, yeah, walking to my car on a Friday afternoon. It's like this ultimate like, like, like a champion. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Like it's the weekend. And then Saturday morning I get up and I'm like, whatever. It's Saturday. Like, who cares? It doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel any better than Friday. Like it should feel better because I don't have to do anything that day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that whole, like, I've done it. I'm out of here. You know, <laughs> just is somehow better. Just smash than... everything and walk out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys in two days. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I have a three year old. I, I don't, I don't ever have, I don't have time do on any day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm feeling it now. It's Thursday night. I'm feeling like tomorrow's Friday. You know, I'll go to work, do my thing, but then I'm out of here. <laughs> well, shoot. If you're taking it that far, I mean, Wednesday's almost Thursday. I mean, you should get excited about Wednesdays. <laughs> Shit. And frankly, Tuesday, if you're excited about Tuesday's Wednesdays, already, yeah, Tuesday's already reset day. So we're Tuesday, you were there. like, "Well, this is reset Tuesday's day." It's Tuesday, a one. Maybe so. I should have asked, like, "What is a day?" Derek's got a one-day week. <laughs> Tuesday's the only day of the week. Everything else is weekend. It just like revolves around that. Resets Tuesday, and you know, it's like Groundhog Day. It's Tuesday plus one. Tuesday plus three. <laughs> right. No, I've got I've got one-day weeks with no weekends. It's just one-day weeks repeating forever. <laughs> Brian, I don't think I don't think you answered yet, but is it does the week start with Sunday or Monday? Monday. Well, okay, okay, good. <laughs> good do answer. you tell your phone I, I base, that, I, base that? I base that all around my work. Yeah, like it, I think that most people do work. Our, yeah. our weekends are like so. Like now, what about this on on a Sunday? 
on a Sunday, are you going to say like, fuck off? All right, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on this week? Or oh, I got to do that this week. Are you referring to the week starting with the following day on Monday? Now Monday, yes, that's that week. Is that yeah. that every Monday is a start of the week? So on Sunday, you say next week, I yeah. got to do this, and it could be that like in four hours. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> if, if like so, if I'm on Sunday and say so like okay the next day, which is Monday, I'm not going to say like next Monday. I'm going to say like <laughs> no, on say Monday, tomorrow. which is tomorrow, yeah. you piece of shit. We are going to be so like, who are you talking to when you have this <laughs> You, I'm looking at oh, you. Oh, you're looking at, okay. <laughs> like, I'll, paint I'll you a picture. So it's Sunday night, or it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're looking at something on Wednesday. Are you going to say next week or this week? I'm like, that's Wednesday. Because yeah, like, okay, that's, that's, the, that's the following Wednesday. And that's or okay, something you got to do. Something you got to do by Friday. I got to do that this week, next week. Uh, yeah, okay. There you go. Now yeah. you're getting down to it. Yeah. I don't know. It, like to me, I'm, I'm still looking Monday is the start of the week. It just because like that's at my work. I've been so trained. Yeah. Like I work retail. Well, I mean, I work Monday through Friday. Like it's, I just. Look, you're like right. Saturday. We're not arguing with you. No, no he's I'm always thinking, wrong. I work, you guys know that, right? I work Tuesday through Saturday. So my, my Friday is Saturday. My okay. Friday's Friday, dude. Okay, cool. <laughs> TGI yeah, Friday, mean, dude. Look at the calendar, dude. It's always Friday. <laughs> so, do you configure your phone calendars to to be Monday start of the week? Oh, this is Can where you, you do you, that. This is where you think yeah. that, like, I I plan shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, because I consider Monday the start of the week, but I would never configure a calendar like that because it looks wrong. Yeah, me too. It's like something that I, and that's probably, probably European like, or Saturday. something. I I, I have some <laughs> calendars on my work that look that way, and I'm like, I start, start of Monday, and I just like look at it, and I'm like. You have to translate that <laughs> yeah, in your head. You translate it's, it's that to like, can I get English, All right, let, English, let me throw please? this wrench into things. <laughs> uh, at work, uh, in Outlook, you can set the calendar. And this is my preferred view of my work calendar is a five-day week. Oh, nice. So it only shows me Monday through Friday. Right now. There you go. Huh. All right. I get an hour-by-hour hour breakdown for five straight days. Shit. <laughs> so what happens when you work in big education, yo. Go. <laughs> big education belt. <laughs> we don't have a good like like work bell. in some big fancy business. I just work in a freaking university. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Are we, are we winding down? Let's, 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 let's reel it back here. We're done okay. here. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get an answer, but like, I don't really give a shit. All right, just give, me one, 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 give me a day. No. Uh, fucking say, say Wednesday. Kyle, Christmas. I have a question for you. What do you want? I have a question for only Kyle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Kyle's Brian, beginning of the week turn is, around. Is, is Christmas. <laughs> Would you rather fight one? What is it? One. <laughs> one one horse-sized horse duck, duck or one or one hundred duck-sized horses. One probably one hundred duck-sized horses. <laughs> Beat the shit out of those things. <laughs> but there's a hundred of them. A bunch yeah. of clients. I'm stomp, dude. I'm stomping. Yeah, but you got. You've got like kung fu movie rules apply. Like they can't a hundred of them can't physically get to you at the same time. So you're never fighting more oh, than twenty I'm at most. Still stomping. I mean, okay. I, got some I mean, have big you ever boots, seen man. twenty ducks in one place? You're romping and <laughs> yeah, stomping. In the yeah. pond in my backyard. <laughs> it's the weekend. They are scared of me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this in for a landing. Um Woo. Woo. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh Justin, Derek, Tone Control. Thank you for coming on to the Tone Jerks podcast. I Thanks had a lot of fun. This was You're super welcome. Fun. Yeah. Thank you. It was really, really cool to talk to you guys. It's a lot of fun. So, Thank I mean, th- this is cool. We're, we did a crossover. You guys came onto our show, and I think we're going to come onto your guys' show. That is true. If yeah, you will right. have us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After this one airs, you're like, no. 
That <laughs> is enough. Blocked. Are we going to... Like, Justin, can you stay on the line? These guys suck. <laughs> are, These we gonna, guys are, are we going to... We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's just keep rolling through. Welcome to the tone control. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, thank you guys so much. If you guys, uh, listeners out there, check out the Tone Control. Check them out. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. You guys want to plug anything before we head out? Um, yeah, th- the show is called The Tone Control, and we're on all the things. Uh, we don't have as much of, like, uh, I guess, social media presence as maybe we should or as you guys do. <laughs> but we have a Facebook page and an Instagram account and Twitter, and that's what yeah. we do. ToneControlShow.com is all the shows because... You know, you can only store like a hundred on iTunes or something. Oh, no. There you go. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> um, oh, we have that, more than a hundred. Oh, okay. Humble brag. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you guys, if you keep going week by week, you'll yeah. eventually yeah. pass. We're, we're coming up on number 69. That's all we care about. Oh, yeah. Just, you know what you need to do? Skip it. Do 68 and 70. <laughs> Everybody's like, where's the 69, dude? I'm like, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um... <laughs> But, but yeah, on. we're gonna have we're gonna have you guys on. And actually, what we're gonna do is this: the week that this episode comes out on your show is an off week for us. So we're going to release this episode in our feed oh, as nice well. Shit. So if you can send it to us, that'd be great. No, <laughs> that's the plan. We'll that's the with plan. your permission, of <laughs> no. course. We'll throw it into our feed as a bonus episode. Cool. So we can welcome the tone jerks to the tone control with this same episode. Yes. <laughs> it was a lot of fun and. Um, Derek, I know you're active a lot in our group and I'm sure yeah, a lot yeah. of our Would you stop, please? <laughs> Thanks. And like friends in the group know who you are and I'm glad I'm a fan of your show, like I said before, and it's cool to have you guys on this one. And that's kind of oh, cool. it. But Thanks very much. I'm going to do our uh, ending here. Okay. So, make it happen. Listeners out there, if you guys like what you hear and you want to follow along with the Tone Jerks, you guys can do so on the social medias. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the Tone Jerks. Uh, we have a Facebook group. You guys can do that. We have a, a page and it's bullshit, but you can like that if you want. <laughs> but if you guys really like what you hear, you guys can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you guys double down for 2 bucks a month, 2 bucks, two you bucks, guys man. get an extra episode every week. And uh, I just wanted to say, we are at $68 a month. Oh, come on. Oh, one more God. dollar a month. Come on. <laughs> be Who's going to be that other Who's going to be the hero? Just one dollar a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. Uh, you know, just to put In this case, six... we're encouraging you to not double down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really a couple one dollar pledgers, I'm not saying, but if you guys are at one buck, <laughs> you guys can do another dollar and you guys get extra episodes. Over 60 extra episodes. And there's a lot of content there. There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff. There's a lot of... A lot of racy stuff over there. Oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, we do it in our underwear jokes? sometimes. Just, uh, you know, we wanted to give a shout out to all the, you know, Patreon supporters. Kyle, you got a list. Give it I got to a me. List. Yeah. Uh, I have Jim Bowers, Jamie Davis, Co Schneider, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Andrew Walsh, Jason Fuzzmonger, Will Lehew, Doug Christ, Doug Gann, Doug King. A Johnny Reynolds, <laughs> homeless six shooter. Uh, we have Joseph from Like My Pedals or JoJo. Is that what he goes? He goes by JoJo. <laughs> JoJo. All right. Uh, Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Steve Mike. Stephen Conradi. Sean Fahey. 
Bruce Banana, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, Brett Alexander, Colin Smith, Alvaro Viramontes, Nicholas Payson, and Brian from Nutter Guitars. All right. Ooh. Thank you so much. Where, where's that voice been this whole show? I've been hiding the whole time. <laughs> he was laughing like, Jesus Christ. What the hell? <laughs> That's the, the, the Kyle, like, this is his pro voice. This is his, like, spot. Excuse me, I was me, like, sir. I know these guys are smoother than us, but jeez. Kyle is smooth, <laughs> baby. Like a Butterfinger. He's like Colt 45. Yeah, dude. Butterfingers aren't smooth. Uh, Chalky. Okay. They're good, though. Put me wrong. Hey, they'll get you where you need to go. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> All right. I think we're getting too silly here. This is going to be a long one. I don't regret it. Thank you, yeah, Justin. I regret nothing. Thank you, Derek. 